This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Dirty on 30. My name is Melissa. My name is Anna. And this week we are going to talk about becoming better decision makers, or at the very least, recognizing when we're making bad decisions. Yeah, because I need help in that department. (laughs) So I was reading an article about being in your 30s and feeling like you aren't necessarily where you wanted to be at in life, which we have talked about before. Yep. Many times. And the article was like, so if you're not at the place you want to be at in life, well, how are you going to get there? How are you going to get to that place that you want to be at and make those dreams become a reality kind of thing. Yeah. So the idea behind becoming a better decision maker is, is, is becoming a better planner as it relates to your life so that you can manifest those goals that you want to have happen, that you can make, make those dreams a reality. How do you do it? Yeah, I need help. Like, what do we have to change in our life to move forward? So we found an article that we're going to talk about today, and it starts with three habits that will make you a better decision maker, and then it goes into tips for making better decisions. On top of that, we're just kind of going to work our way through and discuss how we could be better decision makers and, and what do we want in our lives. Yeah. So our first habit to make a better life choice is to leave yourself some space to reflect on your mistakes and successes in life. And this is basically the idea that not every decision that you've ever made is a good decision. Sometimes you've made bad decisions. We all have. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And it's the idea that you can't learn from those bad decisions if you don't reflect on them. You don't take time to note that, hey, that was a bad decision. I shouldn't do that again. Yeah. So it says you should make it a habit to carve out a regular time in your schedule for some reflection and that that can also help improve your mental fitness and mental health because if you're reflecting on your life, good and bad, you can, you can find that mental health balance as well. Yeah. So it says, don't just dwell on your mistakes or beat yourself up about bad decisions. Use that time to honestly review your day's decisions and consider why some proved to be better or worse than others. Um, I feel like I just rank my decisions from like least, <laughs> least terrible, least terrible to, to most like terrible. most terrible. <laughs> well, I think you need to work on your positivity of not every decision was terrible. <laughs> I just sometimes like think in my head like in that situation as like I'm driving somewhere or whatever. You're like, like I could have done this. I, I could like, have said this. Or no, but it's more like am I really doing this, you know? Like right. yeah, like oh god. Yeah. But, you know. And it says to think when you're reflecting, think about what caused you to make the mistakes. Did you make an assumption that was off? You didn't ask people for for opinions or ideas. You didn't give yourself enough time to think. You just reacted out of fear and made a decision faster than you needed to. 
Yeah, um, I'm very impulsive. And it says <laughs> you won't be able to take back your mistakes, of course, but you could make it a habit to learn from those mistakes and to not make them again in the future. I feel like I'm generalizing all my actions and choices right. as mistakes right now. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. I know I shouldn't do that, but well, like. we are journaling right now. Yeah. So one way that we could analyze our day and what we've been doing is is when we're journaling and reflecting on our day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm questioning a lot of my choices right now in terms of like all my like little, I'll talk about later, all my little side hustles and stuff. Uh -huh. But like, you know, just, I just feel overwhelmed like, because, okay. You know, when we were doing like the card reading yes. and one of the things that came up for me, I don't know if it was the one you did like on the air or like before, but like it talked about like having like all these options and I think like not knowing which one or right. something and, and needing to pick a path and yeah so I think like I'm I've been you're still at that crossroads yeah, yeah. you still have too many options mm -hmm. so I, I don't know if it's like if that has to do with like all like I all my different ways I want to make money right you know what I mean so like right yeah, it's been which brings me to the next one is to analyze your own self-confidence. And it says it's important to have confidence, especially when you're showing up for a new role, like at work or whatever. Um, but overconfidence can negatively impact your decision-making process. Um, I don't have overconfidence at all. So <laughs> not right now. I feel like sometimes you've got overconfidence. Like we book things we plan things we schedule that's ourselves true. for things and we're like we got this but we see that those in my head are like those were mistakes <laughs> like, <those are laughs> they not, were decisions they were good you got to look at both decisions. decisions both ways because it yeah. could have been a good social decision for us to plan three yeah. vacations for this year but that's <laughs> a bad financial decision that's true it's perspective right there can be pros and cons to your decisions yeah i mean it says right here uh that we can be 100% committed to our decision while still acknowledging how much we don't control. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, like, I am all in on the trips, but, like, <laughs> I'm stressing as I'm also trying to find ways to make more money. <laughs> so right. it's all, like, uh -huh. all connected. It is all connected, <laughs> yes. But it says if you start to become overconfident, then you should start seeking out other people's feedback which I think is one of the tips later on. Or, right. Yeah. Let's see. I think the next one. Okay. <clears throat> so the third habit that you need to form to make better decisions is to become aware of your mental shortcuts, the shortcuts that you use to make quick decisions. Now, shortcuts can be helpful <laughs> in life because they reduce the mental effort that you need to make decisions like, when you're at the grocery store and you grab the same brand of paper towels every time because your brain doesn't want to sit there and try to do paper towel math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of like quality versus quantity versus cost. Yeah. Um, the mental shortcuts can help you with problem solving because you're recognizing patterns and problems that you've seen before. They can simplify complex questions, help you arrive at a conclusion faster, 
But these shortcuts can also lead to cognitive biases. Um, so if you've recently read a lot of books about, you know, finance and the stock market, then you will start thinking about finance and the stock market in conversations and in everyday life. And if you've been reading a bunch of news articles about how vaccines are bad for you, then you yeah. start seeing side effects in your life after you've gotten a vaccine. Or if you've had several friends talk to you about their toxic managers, you start looking at your manager like, is my manager toxic too? And the people around you and these biases around you can impact your daily decision-making process. If you've heard a bunch of people saying, you know, there's E. coli in the lettuce right now. Next thing you know, there went the diet this week. Can't can't eat any salads. Yeah. <laughs> Affects your decision-making process, even when it wouldn't have affected you otherwise. If you had just never heard about it or never read about it or hadn't seen it on TikTok. Mm -hmm. these, these biases, because you see them, they affect you for several days or, or weeks or months after you see them. Yeah, I can see that. These, these external factors, yeah. Yeah. So it says that basically these factors that are, that are fresh and current in your head, they feel comfortable and natural to us because they're currently in your head, um, and they can bias your decisions. And instead, you should take a step back and examine what other possibilities exist, look for some other sources uh, or research, or, or just make it a habit to recognize that you might have jumped to conclusions or made a decision faster than you might have otherwise and try to notice that you are becoming biased based on TikTok uh, videos yeah. or reading too many Fox News articles. Okay, so those were the three habits. Right. And now we're going into the 10 tips. Right? Yep, for effective decision-making. Oh, God. It says... <laughs> Anna, pay attention very clearly at what you're about to go take, over. Take some notes. <laughs> take some notes. Listen to this podcast later. <laughs> okay, so tip number one is imagine yourself one year into the future. Um, so basically, um, like, immediate results won't necessarily let you know whether you've made a poor decision or not. You have to think about the decision and how it will impact your future and all the aspects. Um, and then compare with the other decisions. Like, where you want to be in one year or five years. And, if you know, is it, like, going to get you to where you want to be? Um, that kind of type of thing. Because, yeah, I don't think about those things. I do. I mean, I'm a big fan of the five-year plan. Yeah, I'm, you are. I'm currently in the middle of a five-year plan. That's true. You, Yes, that's true. Buying my condo and upgrading was part of a five-year plan. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of keeps you on track of like, um, are the things that I'm doing going to get me to where I want to be? Yeah. But it is harder for me to do like a one-year plan. Like, I can't even imagine. I feel like the past five years have been so similar in my life that I can't yeah. really imagine one year being a big difference from now. Well, right now, I mean, it's hard because we're still getting over the COVID stuff. Right. And like the 30s is where we're starting to, you know. Try to establish yes, our adult presence. Exactly. <laughs> so like it's hard when we didn't have like two years, right. three, almost three years of that, you know, like it's, it's hard. Absolutely. Like we're getting into it and now it's like, we're postponing these one year, five year plans and 
it's kind of like, well, nothing really changed these past three years because it's been hard. So now it's like we got to kind of restart. But when you're thinking about it, a lot of decisions won't have anything to do with your five-year plan. You'll compare it to your five-year plan and it'll be like, my five-year plan doesn't care whether I choose A or B in this decision, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah. But other decisions, it'll be like, okay, if I really want my five-year plan to happen, I really have to go with decision A. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's just, I think, more about noticing when a decision is an important decision. Yeah, for sure. So our second tip here is to write down your goals because sitting down and thinking about your one-year or five-year plan for one day might help you, but if you write down your goal, your one-year goal, if you stick it on a post-it note on your mirror or if you see it every day on your fridge and yeah. have that kind of affirmation or a mood board or a or a something like that going on, it can remind you daily that today might not be the best of days, but I'm working towards this plan and I'm making progress and I have a goal that I'm working towards. Yeah. So the article says, take time to sit down and write your goals and create a personal vision statement about what you want in life. And it gives an example about about comparing between two job offers and that one job offer might have a better salary, but it doesn't allow you an option for any to develop any kind of leadership skills where the other job might give you the opportunity for advancement, but starts with an initial lower salary and that you might want to consider going with the lower salary if those opportunities for advancement in one, three or five years are where you want to be. Yeah. Look for growth. That's true. Okay. So number three is identify at least four alternatives. And this one's basically saying like, unless it's straight black or white, like yes or no kind of question, uh, take some time to identify four different choices that you could also make. And even when there are only two choices, then you just got to try to think outside the box and see if any other alternatives exist. Um, I don't feel like you are stuck in a yeah. in between two bad choices. There might be a yeah. better choice that you haven't considered. Yeah, because you haven't, like, you know, brought in your horizons or whatever mm -hmm. you want to say. Absolutely. So there could be something that um, you haven't thought of. And this is where, like, maybe you can ask for some assistance, some help, and some positive, like, some feedback or something. And, um or you can come to a compromise between yeah. the two options. Yeah, for sure. So number four is to figure out what you don't know. And this one is basically the idea that a better decision making comes when you're more informed about the decision. Yeah. That, that when you make a decision, there will likely be unknown factors to consider, but you don't know what you don't know about the decision. So if you look into reading more articles, doing some research, asking some friends, figure out more about the steps that, this, that, that might lead into this decision mm -hmm. or things that might come out of the decision, the more you know, the more you can make a good decision based on all of the facts. Yeah. That's basically the idea. 
Okay, so the next one is step away from the situation. And it says when you're deep in a situation, it may be difficult to see all the facts clearly. Um, so you got to step away and um, kind of use the distance to do all the steps before this, like coming up with the alternative solutions and imagining yourself from a year from now, um, not having like maybe that emotional tie to it. Kind of just like step away, try to be like third person, like, or what is it called? Not third right. person. To be the objective of yeah, observer. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. That is third person. Oh, yeah. Okay. So be third person be, point of view. Yes. Third person point of view, kind of. Um, and it says simply step away for a moment and change your perspective. So, yeah. So that's all, that's all, that's all where we're talking about. Number six ties into those habits that we were talking about earlier, and it says face your mistakes, that it is not easy to face your mistakes, but it doing so can inform your future decisions. So when it's time to make a decision, think back on previous similar situations where you may have made a mistake or made a decision that wasn't as good as, as you wanted it to be. Figure out what things you did or did not do that contributed to your mistake and make new decisions with those previous mistakes in mind. Yeah. Don't just keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and expect Different it to work out. Yeah. <laughs> expect it to work out the fourth time. Okay. That's basically the definition of my dating life, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. <laughs> so seven, seek out feedback. So this is kind of like I already brought kind of brought this up, but getting someone else's feedback can expand your perspective that we were talking about, and it can reduce your own biases and unco uncover possibilities you didn't consider. Um, so basically, if you're having like a decision, maybe like the job that we were, you know, bringing up earlier, um, asking like Melissa on what they think of this person can really help build your perspective and just kind of be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Or in another one, my little sisters were just had to decide last week what classes they want to take oh, for their yeah. senior year in high school. Uh-huh. And... They were trying to be like all super successful about it and pick as many AP classes as possible. But in doing so, they dropped French three. Well, you're required to take three years of high school language if you want to go to a UC. So I'm like, Kate, like you got to add French three back in. Yeah. If you want to go to that program at UCI that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. like, so sometimes even when she was putting in like her, her best... Yeah. Her best effort of like picking the hardest, most rigorous courses that she could. <laughs> she had the best goal in mind. She knew where she wanted to be. Yeah. But she missed a small little, a little flaw. Yeah. Which is that she needed three years of a language and, uh, and it helped her to get an outside opinion. Yeah. Especially at that age. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when you're, when you're a teenager, you definitely need need opinions because you don't know anything yet exactly so the next tip is to look at the long-term and short-term consequences and this kind of brings us back to our our life plan of of looking into the future so how will the decision affect your life today tomorrow a week from now a month from now you know three years from now five years from now is there ever at any point in time where you might regret this decision 
and and want to pick something that's not as immediately gratifying, yeah. but will have a better long-term outcome. Yeah. This just seems like a good opportunity for you to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> like long-term versus short-term consequences. I do like to make spreadsheets, but generally not about consequences. <laughs> Okay, number nine, analyze data. So sometimes only trusting your gut instinct can get you in trouble. So basically gather as much information as you can. Um, if you're like considering moving cross country, don't ever do that to me, Melissa. <laughs> what will I do without you? Uh, you can look at like the different employment rates, crime rates, cost of living, that type of thing. Or right, don't just make decisions make, only on emotion. Yeah, don't just be like everyone who like goes on vacation to Miami and then is like, I'm moving here because you're spending your day at the beach. Because it was fun. Because <laughs> yeah. it was fun and it's a like, party of city. Of course it was fun. You were there for vacation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I say that about every country. Doesn't mean you want to work and live there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know. Things like that. So, yeah. Absolutely. And number 10 is to identify your values and stay true to them. So, this is critical because you don't ever want to make a decision that makes you feel like you compromised your own values or your own ethics in life. Like, yeah. You need to maintain an alignment between your values in life and that action that those, those long-term goals, like you don't want to get that promotion at work by throwing somebody else under the bus that, that yeah. might, that might get you the promotion, that goal of yours, but it doesn't fulfill you ethically or emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's the idea that, that goals are important, but they're not like the only important thing in decision-making you do at some point need to need to consider your personal values and what you are and are not willing to do to make those goals manifest. Yeah. I mean, that's hard, I feel like. Absolutely. That's a really hard one because I, <laughs> again, all my choices lately, I feel like, especially... Are encroaching on your... Well, yes and no, but it's just like my dating life lately has just been, you know, we've talked about this. Right. Obviously, you guys mm -hmm. knew from last time. Like, I just... Am I like compromising my values by seeking these validation from like guys or, you know, partners? Right. And like, it's, it's affecting my choices or mm -hmm. it affected my choices. So... Gotta, you know, really, really think this one through. Well, and going back to that workplace example, it's really hard when somebody else is being a terrible person and is just, you know, using everybody to become more successful or, or yeah. get that promotion. And you're like, what? why does that guy deserve the promotion more than me? Like, yeah, 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 I like... I don't know. It's just so hard. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. It's hard. We got to work on making better decisions, working on our five-year plans, and then manifesting those futures that we want to have. For sure. We got goals to discuss. We do. 
Moving on to guilty pleasures. So this has been a weird week for me because I was sick, not COVID. Thank gosh. It was the first thing I did was take a COVID test. Right. Um, but that did mean that I wasn't able to do my quote unquote guilty pleasure, but it's not really a guilty pleasure because I'm doing it to make money. So I started Uber eating and just this week, I was on the wait list for DoorDash, and I finally made it in. Right. And so I've been wanting to start that, but it clearly says on there if you're, like, feeling sick or any COVID symptoms, and, like, I don't have COVID, but I still didn't feel comfortable, plus the freaking rain. Right. First of all, nobody wants to be out there running around in the pouring rain. And yeah. second of all, nobody wants to get their food from somebody who's sick. Yeah. So it sucked this week, but let me tell you that, like... I did it last week, and it sucked, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Your guilty pleasure is more of a guilty obligation. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm doing it for funsy money for, like, you know, like, my... Uh, we talked about me getting a Disney pass, so, like, I kind of just wanted not to think about it and just be like, okay, like, make enough to pay that. But I swear, to make it to those $120 was, like forever yeah forever like it's not even funny and like it just oh my god it was and I took my cousin with me the first day which I don't know if it's a oh, good thing or like I don't know if it's allowed but it didn't really matter I took her because I wanted you know to feel comfortable at first doing it and just like have somebody to help have you somebody to have just, somebody to help you navigate yeah well just just to you know because I was probably, I signed up since like December. Right. And it was my fault because they had a thing like uh, if you started Uber, Ubering by like some date in January, you had like a bonus for how, by reaching a certain amount of deliveries. So I don't think I'm right. getting that bonus because I didn't do it because I was just so hesitant to start. But like it sucks. Right. It sucks. Uh huh. But. I'm going to stick it through because I just need enough money just to, you know, just like extra like cash. Like you said, some, flush, some, some fun money. Yeah. And just like save a little bit more for all the trips coming up. Just, you know. Yep. Um, we got to pay off the cruise in July. Yeah. I know. I know. I was looking at that and I was just like, ah. But anyways, um, since I was not able to DoorDash or, or Uber Eats this week, I started watching this new show, which I think it's funny because it's, um, with Gina, Gina Rodriguez. It's the girl from Jane the Virgin and she, it's called Not Dead Yet. And she, um, the show is about her like moving, she's 37, right. but five years ago, which would have been like around our age, you know, kind of sort of, uh -huh. um, she decided she made the choice to drop everything and move to London with her boyfriend and they got engaged over there, but then they broke up. So then like she had to come back mm -hmm. and she's just like integrating back into her own normal life. But what she discovered is that, like, obviously five years have passed. So, right. like, nothing is the same anymore. Right. And I think that's funny because, like, we're talking about, like, From decision. being young yeah. and in her 30s and now, like, now late she's 30s, in her late 30s. Like, single and, like, it, had she chosen to stay at her job, 
Um, she she would have been like higher up, but now she's stuck doing the obituaries, which she like hates, and like she's doing it in, like a clock. It's like really funny. It's a cute show, and and it's very relevant. Yeah, to this podcast. yeah. So I I think it's it's like you know all these choices do like affect you and she thought like coming back like she said it herself like i thought everything was just gonna i was gonna fall right back into place nothing was gonna change but like everything is different like even like her best friend like made friends with like other people the other girl that they didn't like in the office and so she's just like navigating they only have a couple episodes out it just recently started right and so like she's just learning to navigate um her life reintegrating into like her old life and so, figuring out and figuring it out so i think it's i think it's like funny it's relevant to like the, the topic that's what i was watching because i've been sick and so like i didn't not go to work i didn't take time off because i wasn't terrible only on like monday right but other than that i just like i just sound nasally but thank God it wasn't COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. Or there's no more COVID pay. Did you know that? Like, I did it, know that. <laughs> like, I mean, I kind of, I knew that, but I had forgotten because I like always reading up on it just in case I ever gotten it. But like, yeah, it just, it sucked. So that was that. I did DoorDash and then watching this new show, Not Dead Yet. Right. Well, my guilty pleasure of the week is going to be my gym classes that I've been going to. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> Like, I've been really enjoying it. So I've been going to Orange Theory, which which people may or may not have heard of. And let me give a couple second uh, promotion here, but I'm really <laughs> enjoying it. Yeah. Like they strap a heart rate monitor onto you. And basically the idea <laughs> is that as long as your heart rate is in the orange zone, like you're working hard enough at the class. You're not supposed to go above the orange zone into the red zone. You're, you're trying too hard <laughs> at that point. But like as long as you're in the orange zone, you don't have to feel like any guilt of like, I'm fat. I'm not working as as hard or as heavy of weights as the person next to me because the person next to me will be going like twice as fast on the treadmill and they're still in the green zone. Like their heart rate hasn't even bumped up yet. (laughs) And meanwhile, my heart rate is over here going like, dear God, I'm dying. Can't take me any faster. Like on the edge of being Uh red. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. But I don't know. Something about it just really makes me feel like I'm working hard. Like it's it's rewarding. The effort that I'm putting in, yeah. Even though I'm not as fit as some of the other people that are there, yeah. So, so I'm I'm really enjoying it. I've been going twice a week. What kind of classes do you take? Uh, they just do like the same kind of thing. I mean, they have a different thing every day, but um, yeah. But the classes split up into like one third rowing machine, one third circuit training with weights, and one third treadmill. Yeah. So it's an hour long class. So it's like twenty minutes, twenty minutes, twenty minutes. Do you have an instructor? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So they tell you exactly what to do. So this week on the treadmills, it was like, it was like hills. So she'll be like, okay, for the next 90 seconds, we're going to do this incline at your base speed. And then we're going to do this next incline at your base speed plus point, you know, two miles per hour. Like they just talk you through it. So So I never really have to think too much about like the whole 20 minutes or the whole hour because... It's yeah. really all broken out down into like, can I do this for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds? But like, do you, do they ever encourage you to be in the green? Oh uh, yeah, they do. Um, parts of the class, they do like strength building. Okay. Um, where they don't, I mean, your heart rate won't 
won't go up if you're doing heavyweights, low motion kind of thing. Yeah. But then other parts of the class. So they'll tell you um, the theme. They'll be like, the theme of this block is strength, or the theme of this block is endurance, or the theme of this block is is like cardio, agility. Okay. Yeah. So they'll tell you the theme of each block. Yeah. Well, that's good because I looked into it and it's not that cheap. It is not very cheap. No. <laughs> My health insurance is paying half the cost and that is how I can afford to go. Yeah. Super expensive. Yeah. Because you pay for like however many times you go, right? Like however many times you, you think you're going to go or something like that. They have a membership for eight times a month. Yeah. That's what I'm on at. That's what I'm on. And then they have a membership for unlimited per month. Yeah. And the unlimited one is ridiculously expensive. <laughs> yeah. So you're like the two times a week. I'm or- two times a week. I'm eight times a month. Yeah. But when good. we go on like a vacation or something, I'll be going like three times a week to get my eight times in around yeah. around a vacation week that I miss. Good luck. Because I feel like all our vacations are like two weeks. I know, right? <laughs> like- you're but gonna I, be putting in work. But I can't miss any of these classes. They're expensive. I know. I'm going to my eight. <laughs> like all of our We getting them in. <laughs> like the minimum vacation is like nine days, I think, for us. Yeah. Nine or ten days. Ten days. Yeah. Ten days is a solid vacation. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna be going like three times a week for, uh-huh. like ever <laughs> to catch up. Absolutely. That's funny. But that's my that's my guilty pleasure this week. I've been, no, that's good that you're enjoying it. This week with the rain and everything, a lot of people didn't show up. Yeah. So it was, classes were super empty. That was also a nice pleasure for the week. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be sitting next to you on a, on a rowing machine. <laughs> Everybody space out. Oh, but this week on Tuesday, some okay, so you show up and you like sign your name in on a list. Yeah. And you're like, I'm on station 10. So you're supposed to be on treadmill number 10, rowing machine number 10, like workout station number 10. They're all numbered. Yeah. Some woman on Tuesday was at my rowing machine. Like she was clearly at weightlifting station number eight. And then she went to my rowing machine number 10. Yeah. And then she gave me a dirty look (laughs) when like. Like, You're the one that did something wrong. (laughs) Like I'm the one who did something wrong. I'm like, you're at my rowing station. Yeah. Move over. Because rowing station 10 is nice because it's the one on the end. So you you only have a right neighbor. You don't have a left neighbor. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I would choose that one too. Right. (laughs) Which is why I chose it. I was there before her. I picked number 10. (laughs) What'd you tell her? Get off. Yeah, but then we when we did our next round again, she went back to number 10 again. So then I just like moved to number nine because I was just going to crowd her and be annoying. <laughs> I was just trying to be petty at that point. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. She is definitely not your gym buddy. No, she's not. <laughs> and then they're always like, high five your neighbor. We did good, good. And I'm like, I am not high fiving her right <laughs> like, now. <laughs> I'm going to give her something. It ain't going to be a high five. <laughs> Right. So I will say there was some mild gym uh, rage on Tuesday, but but other than that. You got to just channel that into <laughs> more into energy. Exercise, into yeah. exercise, yeah. But yeah, it's my guilty pleasure of the week. That sounds like fun. I've been enjoying it. <laughs> I've been sleeping so good, too. That's what I need. Nothing like coming home tired. <laughs> Go straight to bed. Nice. 
So we're going to wrap things up this week with our Good Vibes segment. And today we are going to send everybody good vibes that they figure out what their (laughs) one-year plan might be and start manifesting their goals. And making good decisions that will help you get there. Yep. Make good life choices, people. And we will see you (laughs) you next next time. time. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at the Dirty on 30 And if you have any recommendations for our Guilty Pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.